ladies and gentlemen, for UFC 287 Breakdown. And it is a hell of a card, to say the least, from top to bottom, from absolute top to bottom, even on the prelims. If you did not think it was going to be one of those cards, we have Kelvin Gastelum on the prelims. And for the OGs out there, you know exactly what that means. And we're going to start, let's start at the co-main event. I, before we get all the way to the top, Jorge Gamebred Masvidal taking on Gilbert Darino Burns. Such a hype of a fight, and it's going to tell us a lot of stories. It's going to let us know exactly where Jorge Masvidal is in his career. Because looking on his Wikipedia, he, this man has over 50 fights. This is going to be his, let's see, 52nd fight. He has a record of 35 wins and 16 losses. Let's, let's be real. I don't think he's be beating Burns. <laughs> I don't believe uh, he's beating Burns, but there is, there is a path to victory for uh, Masvidal here. And before a week ago, maybe a month ago, I would have said it would have been more of a watch because he probably did not have that fire inside, inside of him. But with Leon Edwards taking out Kamaru Usman for a second time, this makes such a fantastic storyline. Do you it, think they jumped the queue over Kobe? I don't think so, right? It, it depends what, what on... If, what if Burns lands a flying knee in the first round on Jorge and knocks him out? That's why Does the, that warrant a title shot. That that's why in this situation great. the possibilities are endless. Because during the UFC pre-conference yesterday, they asked Dana White a second time with the spectacular finish. Does either one of these gentlemen get a title shot over Kobe Covington? And his exact words, no, right? he did not say no. He said it depends on the outcome of tomorrow night. And if there's anything with this new age of with the UFC, the way they are going, it lets us know all we need to know that money talks and rankings do not matter. If Jorge Masvidal pulls off a Ben Askren SQ knockout over, over uh, Gilbert Burns, I 100% believe that he will be getting the title shot over Cobra Covington given the history of that fight. And because Leon Edwards said himself that he does not want Kobe Covington, that he would rather fight Jorge Masvidal. Imagine that bad blood to Jorge and Leon when he got sucker punched backstage. When he, when he got sucker punched, that r right there, we have film of it. There is film, Cut and this was open. never resolved. Cut him open. And that's, that's all we need. They could play that over and over again like they played the bus incident between Khabib and Conor McGregor when he threw the dolly. And it was all I mean, over the promos. It would sell, for sure. And I'd be here for it. It'd be more of a more entertaining of a fight because... The bad blood. The bad blood and also Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal. Let's be honest. It's going to be a stand-up affair. No one's going to be shooting for any takedowns in that fight. With Kobe in there in the title shot, the, the same just cannot be said. He's going to hug him. He, he's going to try to smother him, hug him. And we love Kobe not because of his fighting style, albeit the one fight against Kamaru Usman. But if you look at all of his other fights, the fights between Kobe and Jorge Masvidal, him and RDA, him and Robbie Lawler, they're snooze fest. It's just they're not entertaining hey, competitions. Man, he and he sells. So that's what matters. But when it comes to that fight night, when it comes to Saturday night, I'd rather have Jorge Masvidal in there with them. Okay. Uh, so, Gilbert Burns, he has said 
coming out and during the embedded videos and even the lead up to the fight that he would not hug or wrestle Masvidal. It's easy to say that when you want to, when you want the fight, when you're advocating and essentially doing promotion for the fight. But once you get rocked really hard, you do everything possible in order to win that fight. Whether that's grappling him, trying to take him down, trying to wrestle him, it doesn't matter. You do whatever you can to win. So if Hori Masvidal, he has a chance to obviously crack uh, Gilbert Burns, but if that does happen, he has that Brazilian jiu-jitsu to fall back on. And I really do believe that at the end of the day, Gilbert Burns is going to take this W over Hori Masvidal. And one thing that I do not like which all of us do not like during the lead up to this fight. He said that if he loses this fight, he could retire. And that just lets you know that his mind is not all the way in the fight. I mean, it's a big fight. I mean, after coming off that loss with Hamzat, you know, which could have went either way in my opinion. Yeah, it could have, it could have went either way. A lot of people did say that Gilbert Burns won. But then he, I mean, he lost to Usman as well. So he had the taste of the title. And now (sighs) Now they both had a had a shot at Usman. They both lost, came up short. So uh, he's not even that old. Gilbert Burns, Gilbert I believe Burns. he's thirty-seven. Is he thirty-seven? I believe he's thirty-seven or, or thirty-seven or thirty-six. Thirty-six. 36. But one interesting s- stat that I believe that was revealed after the Kamara Usman Leon Edwards fights is that when it comes to title challengers uh, from one twenty-five all the way up to one seventy of them trying to get uh, regain the title or essentially gain the title. The people at 35 and up, the record is 2-28 and 28 oh, as far as them being successful and gaining the title. It's not, it's not good. It's not good at all. And it's let, the main reason being uh, when you're a professional fighter, when you are in these lower weight class, the first thing to go is speed and speed. you need speed. Uh, 185 and up, less reliant on speed. That's why we see one of our favorites, Glover Teixeira, winning the title at 43 years old, but that's at the 205 weight pound class. So overall, I do believe Gilbert Burns gets it done. It may be via decision. It uh, it depends on if he stands up with him. But again, if he gets clipped, he's going to grab him. And Gilbert Burns just has amazing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, amazing grappling skill. And it's going to be just a – I believe still it's going to be a fantastic fight for the first two rounds, but it may, you know – Kind of trail off in the second or third there. Is it crazy that he's never fought Kobe? Gilbert Burns? Yes. I mean, it's weird, right? Kobe is, hasn't fought a lot of people, not named Kamara right. Usman. <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy to think. He's never fought Gilbert Burns. He's never fought Hamzat. He's, he's trying to fight Leon Edwards now that he has the title. He's never fought Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Hasn't fought Bilal Muhammad. So it's, he hasn't fought anyone in the top 10 besides. Dana White privilege. 100%. I was going to say besides Masvidal, but Masvidal is ranked number 11, so he has no wins over anyone in the current top 10. That just lets you know all you need to know about where the UFC is heading. Politics. Especially with Endeavor buying the WWE, and that is going to get very interesting over the next 5 to 10 years. A lot of people believe that one thing we could finally see is a one-platform streaming service with – 
Uh, okay. The WWE and the UFC essentially doing like a monthly billing package all into one. That would be the oh, best both? case for both of them. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. To gain access to both of them on ESPN Plus, that's what they're essentially believing to why the purchase was made because that, that's what we need. A lot of people don't want to buy ESPN Plus and also buy the fights on top of ESPN Plus. Just give us one package, even with the WWE fans. But look us up. Uh, we're, that's yet to be seen in the future. Now, going over to the main event, we have Alex Pereira taking on Israel Adesanya. Dude, can we talk about my man's attire, Mr. Stylebender, wearing the dress and the dog collar? I mean, he's coming straight. He's, he's, it's straight business for him. It's, you see in his eyes. You know, it's, I don't want to talk to you guys. <laughs> I know what you guys are going to say. Gonna make some bad rude comments, I'm but uh, you know? he went radio silent as well leading up to this, which is not in his behavior. But he knows exactly what's on the line. Definitely, I, I would say his legacy on the line, but not, it's I would not it's say that at the same time. Sure. It's gonna taint it because Alex can't be a dominant fighter if you're zero and three against a fighter, potentially zero and four. You know what I mean? Like, how good were you? It's he he'll go down as of right now, I believe, as the second biggest, uh, second best middleweight of all time. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer for sure, but it's just but like, yeah, he needs this win. He doesn't want uh, Pereira's name attached to his legacy, and like, see, he so he's essentially re- he doesn't want that to be the story. He doesn't want that uh, the Chael Sonnen to the Anderson Silva. Doesn't want the Max Holloway to the Alexander Volkanovsky. He wants it to be no, I'm the best, and there's no question or debate about it. And we are gonna find this out, but it is history tells us, as you all know, he's 0-3 against Alex Pedetta. And looking at the fight stats, he beats him as well over everything. When it comes to significant strikes. Israel Asanya is 3.9 significant strikes per minute, where Alex is 5.2. His Izzy's striking accuracy is 50% compared to Alex's 59, and even his uh, significant stripes absorbed is 58% compared to his uh, Pleda's being um, uh, 3.6 yeah. uh, striking defense. So when you look at the stats, he's just over, he's, he's overall better. better He's winning the Accuracy, fight. strike, he absorbs the least amount of damage, and he has, he lands more f- uh, strikes per minute. He needs, to, he needs to check the leg kicks and not get compromised early. That's, and then he'll win. But that's, that's easier said hey, than done. Easier said than done, yeah. <laughs> beast. Just tell him, hey, just don't get hit. Like <laughs> just don't get hit. Like, oh, why didn't I think of that? That left hook is a problem. Oh, it's, so, it's crazy that he makes 185. I, I don't know how, I he, don't does know how it. he does it. It's 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 insane. He's, he's a freak. Oh God! I, I want to say Izzy's gonna take it, but I dude, it, anything can happen. Honestly, uh, it's it's rough. Obviously, anything can happen. So <sighs> it's like how you're not really winning the the round. We're not we're not gonna base this fight off of rounds. <laughs> yeah, like, that's you know, it's based off of a knockout or a finish. Uh, it's, you know, can it, you go to distance or can you knock the other person out? We can't. You can't base it off of rounds. We, we can base off of rounds 100%, right? It, ju- it just sucks because Israel overall has more has won more rounds than Alex, but Alex does not care. When you have that knockout power, that Francis Nugano would just shut off the lights power. It really doesn't matter. Their no, fir- it doesn't matter. 
The first meeting, um, I watched it. it I believe that Israel Adesanya won, won that right? fight. Yeah, yeah. The second fight, Israel Adesanya was winning every single round until he got knocked Knock out. out. The third fight, we all saw Israel Adesanya was winning every round out. until he got knocked out. So, so what are we gonna do now? <sighs> what do you, what, right, check check the leg kicks. Check the leg kicks. Don't you, mobility is your friend here. He has to possibly put Alex on his back foot. He can't let Alex build yeah, momentum. Right, right, right. He really just that. can't put. He has to put him on the back foot. But you can't stand up with that guy. Like, <sighs> you can't press him because he's going to toss some leg kicks. He's he got that one-punch knockout power. Like It's scary. It's scary business. It's terrifying. Just standing uh, in the pocket with that guy. Like, really, what, what do you do what in do this situation? Oh, oh. As he doesn't grapple... <laughs> He's he gonna. Only boxes. I believe he's gonna bring his wrestling shoes tonight. <laughs> you know, to he's tomorrow night. Because uh, he, hey, a different if, look. Take it down early, maybe in the first. If there's anything we saw, it's that in the last fight when they fought, Alex Pereira does not have any ground game, which is gonna be very interesting if Alex wins, because then he's gonna fight a Robert Whitaker, who's an all. I wouldn't say all American, but a st- uh, a national champ. He's gonna fight a Marvin Vittori, who does nothing but wrestling. And what's going to happen there, nobody knows. But it's interesting because Alex just started MMA when he was 35 years old, meaning up to all that time, he was just strictly a kickboxer. And now you're going to learn start wrestling when you're 35? Yeah, no, Who, I can't. It's, it's going to be interesting. To, but I, I I think if him and Robert Whitaker fought, I think Robert Whitaker takes it. But that, that that's a episode for the future. So overall, what is your pick? What do you think goes down Saturday night? Yeah, man. Um, my heart says Izzy. <laughs> my heart says Izzy. I I think Pereira might take it oh. again. I honestly do. Um, it's gonna be in the championship rounds. I think. Isn't it crazy? Late fourth, late fourth stoppage. I'm I'm saying the stoppage. Stoppage again. Pereira. Isn't it crazy that Alex is the underdog against a dude that he? Yeah, it's like plus. He's like plus one something, like plus one ninety three. He's an underdog against a dude that he's three and zero against. (laughs) (laughs) The disrespect. Oh, overall, uh, I think I have to do the same thing. My heart says Israel Adesanya, but. It, it sucks because my heart says Israel just because of the familiarity with them, with him being in the UFC for so long, him being such a dominant champion. But when you remove the hype, when you remove just all the propaganda and the noise and you just look at strictly the stats, it, it's, it's a no-brainer. Alex should win this fight when you just don't look at any of that, just what, what the internet's saying, all that, the flashiness. Coming out just like the Undertaker doing the dancing, Alex is just like I, I don't do that. I just I, I three owed you. I don't know what you're doing. He comes out with a bow <laughs> and, then sh- and then screams as he loads up the shot with the face paint. Oh, it's scary. Yeah, he's he's a scary scary human being. So I have Alex winning as well. So, I mean, probably the same method or decision. If it's not a late round finish, I do believe he's gonna win on the judges' scorecards. Yeah, I don't it's think it's gonna be an early stoppage. It's going to be championship rounds for sure, fourth or fifth. Alex getting it done. He's only had, what, five fights in the UFC, and he's the champion. That is insane. Seven and one with his two fights being before the UFC. That's wild. 
Also notable mentions on the card, one of our favorites from fighting out of the camp of the New England cartel, Rob Font, taking on Adrian Giannis. Pizza man. That's going to be such a banger of a fight. Both these guys prefer to stand up. I do not see this one going to the ground. Oh, yeah. We got Kevin Holland taking on Santiago, uh, Santiago, Santiago. Ponzinabbio, which is also going to be a stand-up affair. It's be a banger. They mentioned they're putting on this fight in, Mia- in Miami for the first time in 20 years, and they just have no wrestlers besides Gilbert Burns on this card. And then the 18-year-old Raw Rose Jr. taking on Christian Rodriguez, which is going to be an interesting fight as well. But Raw Rose, is, he likes, he's a ground guy. Dude, he's 18 he, years old. That, that's uh, that's impressive. A, a pay-per-view in Miami. That's impressive, but at the same time, uh, getting hit in the head when you're 18 years old, the only time is going to tell. I, I would not let my son at 18 years old be a professional fighter. That your brain is still developing. Would you rather have him be a fighter or a football player? <sighs> Neither. <laughs> no, honestly, if I if I had CTE is a problem. Yeah, CTE is definitely a problem. I mean, if I had to pick one, it'd Probably be a UFC. Football. football. Be, I, be, dip- like a, be like a safety or something. I was gonna say yeah, because we didn't say what position Don't in football. <laughs> no running back. Or, yeah, safety. Just eighteen. No, oh, you know God. what? Better yeah, just be a punter. Yeah. Uh, be a punter, man. Just kick field goals. And other than that, just I would not, reduce. man. Just that's that's too young. Maybe train and then take your first professional fight when you're like 22, or do 23 like until you're like 22. Yeah, you know it's I mean? 22, and then and let your then, brain develop. Oh god, going to boxing. It's crazy. Like 18 like still a kid. Yeah, he's a kid, but he looks like a, an issue. Oh. Then on the prelims, most notable fights, our boy Chris Curtis taking on Kelvin Gaslam. Kelvin Gaslam, I hope he gets it done. Can't believe he's on the prelims. Uh, 17 and 8, but he's just such a, he's such a fantastic fighter to watch. He's fun. His, fun, his fight against Darren Till, his fight against Robert Whitaker. Is there resemblance all. with Kevin and yourself? Of uh, me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> he's got that fridge bite. Uh, and then the karate hottie Michelle met. Watterson taking on uh, Lana Pinedo. I'm not too sure who Pineda. she is. And then, oh, the Dana West Contender Series winner, Joe Pfeiffer, taking on Gerald Mearshart. That's going to be interesting as well. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer, he made that big speech. And then Dana White in the post fight, he's like, you guys want a bonus? Fight like Joe Pfeiffer. That's how I just remember his okay. name. So that, that's going to be an interesting fight as well. So whatever ha- what happened with the Michael Chiesa? Lee Jing Lang got injured and pulled out. They were looking for a replacement for Michael Chiesa, but they could not uh, find a replacement. So they just pulled the fight entirely, and they're going to reschedule it at a later date. Whew. Well, that is the card, ladies and gentlemen. Prelim starting at 7, main card, 9 p.m. Central Time. Make sure you guys tune in. And as always, enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you guys next time.